Hi, YouTubers and Wetshavers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeToon.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? <laughs> the Christmas gift came through again. Hang on one minute. Oh, yeah, that's marvelous. My nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys, they renewed that uh, Christmas gift for me this past year of the coffee of the month from Black Rifle Coffee Company. And uh, it's arrived just last week. Here it is, Black Rifle Coffee Company. Silencer smooth. Boy, <laughs> boy, is this good. This is a nice, smooth cup of coffee. Really, really terrific. Uh, I got 12 rounds in there. Uh, 12 third cups, that is. Silencer smooth. There it is right there. Oh, yeah. This is terrific. It's a good one. Yeah. <laughs> I like this one a lot. Absolutely. So my thanks to Jason, Allison, and the boys uh, for an absolutely fantastic, fantastic Christmas gift. And uh, we're going to get one of these every single month. So I'm looking forward to that. And I guess... Uh, all the viewers out there dropped a hint for me <laughs> to Jason and Allison and the boys, and they said, "Yeah, we'll just we'll, we'll renew that for you for Christmas." So thanks to thanks to all the viewers out there for uh, yeah dropping the hint. Thanks very very much. And my coffee mug this morning is uh, one I haven't used in a while. The National Cartoonist Society coffee mug right there. How about that? Absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Uh, founded in 1946, the National Cartoonist Society. Of course, I am a member of the National Cartoonist Society. And speaking of coffee mugs, check out Jamie Horn's coffee mug. This is his Vincent Van Gogh Starry Night coffee mug. Now we have the Starry Night Lathering Bowl. Thanks again to Beth Jones for that. But here is the uh, Starry Night Vincent Van Gogh coffee mug and coaster. Absolutely beautiful. So we have a, a coffee mug honoring a very, very famous artist and also a coffee mug honoring uh, famous cartoonists through the National Cartoonist Society. How about that? Absolutely great. Well, how you doing this morning? Great to see you. As, as we like to say on the show every week, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. Absolutely. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. One more sip. Hang on. Yeah, boy, that is really, really good. That's a nice, smooth cup of coffee. And here's the really amazing thing. I ran this through my Keurig machine this morning, and I used uh, the uh, the strong button. I did an eight-ounce cup on the strong button, and it is really, really nice and smooth. You think that maybe it might be a little overly strong. It's not. It is really, really very, very good. Well, hey, if you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really do appreciate that. And uh, for those of you who are listening to the podcast this morning, thanks very much for tuning in. I really do appreciate that. We have got a really, really terrific show for you this morning. We've got a really, really interesting shaving tip. Kind of, a, uh, I guess you could say it's kind of a, a common shaving tip, but something that might be overlooked. Uh, but uh, you know what? <laughs> I happened to use this tip uh, and I had a shave before cameras rolled. And I thought, my gosh, that works. So stay tuned for that. A really good common sense shaving tip that, you know, you might be overlooking. I thought I thought it was really, really terrific from a viewer named Waterfan. Uh, we also have a shaved end visit from uh, Mark Bagwell. Thanks very much, Mark, for sending that along. Really do appreciate that. We got an update on the ma 
Maggard Razor Meetup that's going to be held this year in April. We'll give you more details on that. Tickets go on sale, I think, February 1st. Again, stay tuned for that. We'll give you a little more details on that because they just put a page up there. And, well, okay, don't <laughs> uh, Stay tuned for that. We'll talk about that as well. we got some great comments and refill. New Wet Shaving Gear. we got some great items in New Wet Shaving Gear. we got uh, some razor reviews uh, from Mark Bagwell. Also... Uh, uh, an Italian razor. Uh, we have a we have a review from viewer Joel Torano on the Tatalus Velocity One. <laughs> Stay tuned for that. That's absolutely fantastic. Uh, Zach Norton has a universal razor uh, case. Uh, we have one up close and personal to show you right here on camera. Really, really terrific. We talked about that last week. Uh, also, Jamie Horn got a brush review from Jamie Horn. Got a lot of great stuff in uh, New Wet Shave Gear, uh, and also uh, some great questions and comments. So, all in all, a really, really terrific show. Once again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Thanks very, very much for tuning in, and let's get the show started like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Well, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Waterfan, who writes, I've noticed shave veterans paint across their lips. As a beginner, I just pause, tuck my lips under, paint, and then I don't need to swipe the cream off. Am I right? Yeah, you are absolutely right. This is a great common sense tip, one that uh, I've overlooked. Maybe you out there have overlooked as well. This is absolutely fantastic. Now, I had a shave before cameras rolled, knowing that I was going to be using this tip, and I I used this method. All I did was just tuck my lips underneath, kind of like, uh, you know, tuck them, stretch them underneath my teeth or, or around my teeth, and uh, painted that lather on, and then when I relaxed, yeah, my, my lips were completely clear and I had lather on the upper lip and below the lower lip. It, it worked really, really well. And it's a, it's a, a great common sense uh, kind of tip that we uh, overlook. Now, I, I may have uh, been doing this uh, in, in the past. Maybe I've even done it on video. I, I can't recall, but it didn't register as being any kind of technique or tip. And uh, now that you've mentioned it, I'm going to employ it more often, knowing that it is very, very effective. Now, in the past, uh, I have uh, closed my mouth and then painted over my entire mouth and then taken my index finger and swiped away across the lips so that <laughs> I'm not swallowing any lather, that sort of thing. And a lot of wet shavers seem to do it that way. But I think this, this lip tuck method works very, very well, very, very effective. So um, I guess that's a question for all the viewers out there. Are you closing your mouth and painting over and then swiping away, or are you tucking, tucking the lips under and painting the lather on that way? I have found that the, uh, the tuck method works very, very well. So it's something I'm going to uh, do in the future. And uh, if you see any of my videos, I tend to paint around as I'm talking on camera. Uh, and again, I may have inadvertently done the tuck method without knowing. So again, water fan, 
Thanks very much for the tip and for pointing it out. It's a, it's a, it's a technique I am definitely going to employ uh, with uh, my lathering down the road. So thank you very, very much. A really, really terrific, terrific tip. And to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Send that shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And if I use it here on the morning viewer shaving tip segment of the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So water fan, thanks again for a really, really terrific shaving tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, we have an extra shaving tip this morning and it comes from viewer Mike Rose. And uh, Mike writes, what's going on, Mark? I have a tip I think people would love. It's a shaving app for iOS. It's called the Shave Den app. It's a great way to organize all your wet shaving gear. From your soaps to your blades to how many uses to have, your razors, bowls, brushes, etc. It does it all. I've been using it just about a year now and I make sure to log my shaves each and every time. You can take photos, then share your shave of the day to your favorite Facebook group. You can also use this thing called Shaving Roulette, where it picks a random shave for you guys when you get a little overwhelmed. <laughs> he says, ha ha, yeah, absolutely. Hope this tip helps out the not-so-organized traditional wet shaver. Happy New Year, all the best. Mike Rose. Mike, thanks very, very much for sending this along. Uh, and thanks for all the screenshots which illustrate how wonderful this app is and how easy it is to help organize your traditional wet shave. I love the shave of the day photo feature. That's absolutely fantastic. Now, my understanding is this is available for the iPhone only. And I have heard here and there uh, that it is hopefully going to be developed for Android. I haven't heard any word on that recently, but in the past I have heard that they were thinking about providing this app for the Android platform, although I, I don't know where that is. If anyone out there knows uh, if it is going to come to the Android uh, platform, uh, please comment below and let us know. But if you have an iPhone, you have an absolutely fantastic app in uh, this one called The Shave Den. Really, really terrific. And again, Mike, thanks for passing this along. We have mentioned this in the past, but uh, your screenshots were just perfect to show folks exactly how it works. So thank you very, very much. And again, uh, I'm so glad that you mentioned this because again, we've mentioned it in the past, but uh, you know, new viewers and uh, other viewers may have missed that episode where we discussed this, but uh, what you've submitted here, really, really very, very thorough, very, very complete, and terrific, terrific screenshot. So thank you very, very much for that. Really do appreciate the extra shaving tip this morning, Mike. Thanks very, very much. Well, this morning we have a Shave Den visit, and it comes courtesy of viewer Mark Bagwell. And Mark writes, Back in the day, Gillette let the British Gillette Company operate independently from the American Gillette Company. During this time, the British made some of the most outstanding razors ever produced, and many of their designs were original and exclusive to the Brits. 
My number 16 aristocrat is one of those razors. Like most British aristocrats, this razor is plated in rhodium. They chose rhodium because it's the only metal that will not tarnish. Seriously, it won't tarnish. Look at the razor. That is the original plating. So how does the razor compare to its American counterparts? Let's start with the razor head. It's a bit more aggressive than its American counterpart, but smoother. Now, this is a third generation aristocrat. That means the handle works completely different than the razors made in America. These have incredibly smooth actions. If you look closely, the bottom knob twists upwards into the handle when opening the doors. Gillette should have used this in all their razors. I own four British aristocrats. They are incredible razors and the quality is outstanding. If you're interested in your own British aristocrat, then a word to the wise. They're not cheap, but wow, they are worth it. Wow, Mark, <laughs> absolutely stunningly beautiful razor. My gosh, and rhodium. My gosh, it looks brand new. Wow. Absolutely fantastic, and you have four of these. That's, <laughs> that is really, really terrific. So there you are, folks. Uh, a little bit of a history lesson on the uh, British uh, aristocrat uh, plated in rhodium. So something to look for if you're in the market for a vintage razor. Do a little more research on these British aristocrats plated in rhodium, the number 16, and uh, that sort of thing, because there's a wealth of information out there. Uh, regarding these razors. And yeah, absolutely beautiful. And I did see uh, the price on one that Mark uh, passed along and said, check out this one. And yeah, <laughs> they are not cheap at all, but they are absolutely beautiful. And they look brand new because they were plated in rhodium. They just don't tarnish. Absolutely fantastic. So Mark, thanks very much for sharing your uh, number 16 British aristocrat with all the viewers out there. Really do appreciate it. Well, this morning we have a magnet giveaway update. That's right. In a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about these small magnets that uh, came to the channel courtesy of viewer James Sefton. They came in this box right here. And here is the plastic container with those magnets in there, right there. Can you see them? Right there, a lot of these small magnets. And what James Sefton does is with these small magnets, he glues them to the bottom of his razor handles. And uh, that way he can uh, pick up magnets and everything like that with the, uh, the end of his razor. And let me show you how small they are. Very, very small. Look how small that is. It's a very, very small <laughs> magnet. Look at that. Yeah, very, very tiny, tiny magnet. But anyhow, uh, he glues these uh, magnets to the end of his razor handle to pick up razor blades, very much like the Yates razors, where they have a magnet embedded in the bottom of their razor handle. It's a really, really nifty idea. And James has a really easy workaround. Just super glue one of these magnets to the bottom of a razor handle. Anyhow, he sent these magnets to the channel and said, hey, you can give them away to viewers. Well, I, I didn't know how best to do that, but viewers came up with a solution. Uh, Stan Chapman wrote, uh, always enjoy your 3MB. To ship the magnets, scotch tape them on a small piece of cardboard and send it in a standard sized envelope. The cardboard is the thin stuff used in product packaging like cereal boxes. Also, a good way to send a few razor blades for someone to try. Hey, Stan, great, great, 
great suggestion. Really do appreciate that. Uh, the one Baba, also known as Baba, wrote, Mark, just send a magnet with your George sketch to shave tip recipients. Just a thought. A great thought and something I am going to consider doing because these are so small. Again, just tape it to a little piece of cardboard and throw it in with the sketch. Absolutely. But Alfred Spencer's suggestion just kind of wrapped everything together. And uh, this is a really good solution here. Mark, if anyone wants a magnet, have them mail you a stamped self-addressed envelope and use Stan Chapman's shipping suggestion. Save you some effort. That's absolutely fantastic. So that's what we're going to do. All you have to do is send me a self-addressed stamped envelope and I'll send you back a magnet or two. Just tape it to, some, just tape it to a cardboard and throw it in the envelope and send it back to you. Now, where do you send that self-addressed stamped envelope? Well, all you have to do is email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and in the subject heading, just type the word magnet, M-A-G-N-E-T, M-A-G-N-E-T. It could be uppercase, could be lowercase, doesn't matter. Just put the word magnet in a subject heading and email that to mondaymailbag at gmail.com. You'll get an automated response with instructions of where to mail your self-addressed stamped envelope. So an absolutely fantastic solution, gentlemen. Really, really do appreciate it. So again, uh, if you would like a, a magnet, just send me a self-addressed stamped envelope. Email me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. Subject heading, just put the word magnet in there and you'll get instructions on where to send that self-addressed stamped envelope. Gentlemen, thank you very, very much for the input and a great, great solution. Really do appreciate it. Oh, one more thing. With that self-addressed stamped envelope, one stamp will probably get the job done, but you might want to put on an extra stamp, two stamps, just to be on the safe side. And I checked with the U.S. Postal Service and it's perfectly fine to send magnets in the mail. So uh, two stamps to be on the safe side and it's okay to send magnets. So I just wanted to mention that to you. Well, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. Just get up to your favorite streaming service and search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast, as well as our other podcast, Second Cup, will come right up. Both of those podcasts are available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, Google Podcasts, and now right here on YouTube. Well, this morning we have an update to the Maggard Meetup. And uh, looks like they have released information on their website. It also looks like they'll be updating it periodically. Uh, but here's what we know so far. The event will take place on April 20th, 2024. Uh, and tickets are $35. Uh, this is their seventh annual uh, Wet Shave Meetup. Uh, again, tickets are $35 and they go on sale February 1st, 2024 at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Maggot Razors is hosting our 7th annual wet shaving meetup. Uh, the date is April 20th, 2024. The time is 12 p.m. to 5 p.m. The location is 124 South Winter Street, Adrian, Michigan, 49221. And they have some details here regarding last year's event in 2023 where they had 
over 215 attendees and 19 vendors, making it one of the largest wet shaving events in the USA. This year, the event is being capped at 225 attendees and 20 vendors, and they're charging a nominal ticket fee to secure a spot. Uh, and with that $35 fee, you're going to receive a $12 meal voucher for a participating restaurant in downtown Adrian, free soft drinks, water, and a selection of beer and hard seltzers for the day, entrance into drawings for door prizes, and of course, you have to get your ticket before 4-18-2024 in order to qualify for those door prizes. Guaranteed 100-plus winners chosen, some big-ticket items, uh, guaranteed samples and freebies from uh, some of the vendors in attendance, a massive pay-it-forward table, uh, and the rules are on the page. You can read about you can read more about it up there. Uh, a great opportunity to meet and greet some of the wet shavings' most popular artists and vendors. Here's who they have confirmed uh, as far as vendors that will be there. Uh, 13 as of January 24th is what they're writing here. Ariana and Evans, Barrister and Mann, Captain's Choice 11, Henri et Victoria, Henson Shaving, Shannon's Soaps, Sterling Soap Company, Southern Witchcrafts, Dogwood Handcrafts, Sudsy Soapery, Through the Fire Fine Crafts, uh, Armin Blades, Holy Caw, Zingari Man. Uh, notable guests to be announced. And uh, Downtown Adrian Food Choices so far, uh, the first restaurant participating in this is Culver's. Butter burgers and frozen custard. I stopped at Culver's last year after attending the uh, Maggard meetup. Culver's was great. <laughs> Man, I had a great burger there. They, they were absolutely fantastic. So there's also going to be an after-meet gathering from 9.30 p.m. to 11.30 p.m. on Saturday night uh, at the Hampton Inn and Suites Conference Room. And, of course, they have uh, a number of hotels listed for overnight accommodations. So there you go. Tickets go on sale February 1st, 2024 at 12 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And the event takes place April 20th, 2024. I plan on being there. I hope to see you there, too. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. Hang on one minute. Boy, that is absolutely fantastic. Once again, from uh, Black Rifle Coffee Company, Silencer Smooth. Uh, again, my thanks to my nephew Jason, his wife Allison, and the boys. Boy, this is a terrific, terrific smooth cup of coffee. And this time around, for the refill, uh, I just brewed eight ounces without the strong button. And uh, really a delightful, delightful cup of coffee. <laughs> Again, a nice, smooth brew. Really, really terrific. And if you're looking for a great gift out there, because Dad's and Grad's is like right around the corner. It'll be here before you know it. Black Rifle Coffee Company Coffee of the Month. An absolutely awesome gift. I know I've been enjoying, I've been enjoying this gift. Absolutely. I look forward to uh, the Black Rifle Coffee uh, Keurig Cups. Every month. Absolutely fantastic. And this Silencer Smooth, definitely a favorite. So, uh, again, check it out. Uh, we'll have a link 
uh, below to a Black Rifle Coffee Company, Silencer Smooth, that sort of thing. Really, really terrific. Well, uh, let's kick off the uh, refill this morning with uh, a couple of comments from uh, some Canadian viewers. David Dart wrote, Mark, good day, sir. Just a follow-up about Tim Horton. As I have mentioned, he played in the NHL. He is legendary here in Canada. Uh, you're not a real Canadian if you don't love Tim's coffee and donuts. Have a great day. Uh, Camest, K-A-M-E-S-T, K-A-M-E-S-T. I think I, I think I spelled that right. I kind of rifled through that. Ah, Black Rifle Coffee, right? <laughs> Camest, K-A-M-E-S-T wrote, uh, OMG, you did go all in on the Tim Hortons. We may have to make you an honorary Canuck. <laughs> oh, and thanks for the shout out. Uh, my pleasure, Camist. And he is uh, referring to the uh, three pound can of uh, Tim Hortons coffee that I uh, purchased uh, not so long ago and featured in a previous Monday morning mailbag. An absolutely terrific coffee. And yes, I did go all in. I really do like uh, Tim Hortons, and uh, I accept the honorary uh, Canuck status. Just let me know where I'm supposed to file the paperwork. <laughs> so thanks very much for that, uh, Camus. Really do appreciate it. Uh, Al Spencer wrote, Mark, FYI, uh, 3MB is the first thing on my Monday morning schedule. Thanks very much for that, Al. I really do appreciate it. Enclosed is a photo of repurposed Sterling's soap tubs. You could say Sterling is the nuts and bolts of my shave den. Wow, <laughs> that's a great use of the uh, soap tubs from Sterling's. Uh, thanks very much for that, Al. I really do appreciate it. Uh, he also mentions here, by the way, that was neat to see Tim Horton Coffee began in 1964. That's the, that's the year Penny and I were and still are married. Appreciate all you do for the community, Al. Al, uh, 1964, that means you and Penny have been married for 59 years. God bless you. That's absolutely awesome. 59 years. Wow. Absolutely wonderful. God bless you both. That's absolutely fantastic. Thanks very much for sending that along. Uh, Scott Martin wrote, yet another winner, Mark. Really entertaining and informative episode. I couldn't believe my ears when someone brought up shaving in the shower. I was a shower shaver almost my entire life before I discovered wet shaving. Uh, in my shower, I would, I would have some kind of cartridge razor, a can of Colgate lime shaving cream that would always rust before I could finish it, and no mirror. I would just rub my face with my hand to see where I had missed any whiskers. Then, eventually, in a fit of adventurousness, I bought my first commissory straight razor and later a DE razor, and that was the end of my shower shaving days. Today, I'll relax in my shave cave for up to 45 minutes doing multiple passes with all kinds of products. But I have to say that shower shave technique is fantastic for a perfectly decent shave that would take me two minutes tops. If you're running late for work, it's the way to go. Cheers, Scott. Scott, I got to agree with you. Uh, I will take my um, Supply SE razor in the shower. I did the other day, and I will use a, a super slick uh, shaving cream uh, of some kind, and I'll... You know, I'll just do a quick head shave if uh, my schedule doesn't permit me standing in front of the mirror. I prefer to stand in front of the mirror 
and do the head shave that way and make a nice lather and that sort of thing. But I agree, sometimes you don't have the time and it's a good workaround uh, with, a, with a shower shave. Uh, if you're pressed for time, uh, you're running late for work, that sort of thing. Yeah, I, I absolutely get that. But uh, I, I, I have found that using a safety razor, a good mild safety razor in the shower works best for me. Every once in a blue moon, I'll use a cartridge razor. But I find that uh, I'll get some razor bumps, uh, especially on the back of my neck from a cartridge. So I try to avoid cartridge razors whenever possible. There are some times where, okay, you know what? I'm just going to grab it and I'm going to do it, but I got to be really, really careful. But with a uh, safety razor, either the supply single edge or a DE razor, a mild DE razor, boy, it just works wonderfully well like that. Again, I prefer standing in front of the mirror like you and doing a, a face shave and a head shave in front of the mirror. Yeah, it's the way to go. Absolutely. Uh, Keith Osmond wrote, Menora Platinums are available from uh, razorbladesclub.com slash razorblades uh, for a good bit less than the eBay listing you showed, though their supply may be getting low as they are only selling single blades or single tucks. No multiple pack purchase options as with most other blades on their site, including the Menora Stainless. Uh, no doubt because they are Russian made. Been looking hard at the Ken Surf's brush. Haven't bought it yet, but the picks are definitely gorgeous. Yeah, uh, first of all, regarding the Menorah blades, we've been using some Menorah blades, platinum blades, that were sent to us by uh, Dr. Edward de Villiers out of South Africa, along with some Boonda Beard uh, shave soap. Uh, and we've been enjoying both of those. And uh, he pointed out that those platinums probably aren't really widespread aren't offered widely uh, throughout North America. And uh, Keith, thanks very much for RazorBlades.com. We'll, RazorBlades.com, we will provide the link below, folks, so you can check on the Menorah Blades listed there. And the Ken Surf's brush is gorgeous, absolutely gorgeous. We'll get that link again below so you can check it out and also a link to Ken's channel so you could uh, see what uh, what he's up to and what he's reviewing, that sort of thing. An absolutely fantastic wet shaving channel. And I agree, an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous brush. Uh, Bart Bartlett wrote, excellent Monday morning mailbag tips and info. I'm curious how the lather and wood shaving soap compares to Sterling soaps since both are tallow-based. I used Sterling Spice this morning and the lather is always creamy and luxurious. Plus, sterling soap prices are unsurpassed. Enjoy the warmer weather. Yeah, we've had quite, we've had quite a little bit of a warm up uh, this past week. Uh, I was getting up to the fifties, so I was uh, I was surprised by that. But I think he's remarking uh, warmer weather, meaning that we were in the uh, sub zero and only going up a degree or two. But no, it's warmed up since then. Uh, as far as the lather and wood shaving soap, I think the surprising thing here is that it is such a good quality soap offered on Amazon. Uh, it is not your run-of-the-mill um, mass market kind of soap that you would get from, uh, from Amazon. It is very, very, uh, very, very much, impresses me very, very much as an artisan-like soap. Uh, and I think Mark Bagwell did mention it is being produced by an artisan. I can't remember who it was though. Who it was though, but it is a very good quality soap, and it is very creamy, and it is right in the ballpark with Sterling's creaminess, no doubt about it. The water to soap ratio with the lather, lather and wood is a little different 
than the uh, Sterling soaps. I used uh, Sterling soaps before cameras rolled with my shave, and I got a beautiful creamy lather. Although I noticed that again, the water to soap ratio is a little different than than the lather and wood. So you'll have to play with that water to uh, soap ratio when you get lather and wood, uh, because um, it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna it's gonna take up the water. It's gonna drink in the water a little differently than the Sterling soaps. But yeah. It's in the ballpark with Sterling soaps, absolutely. I think some might think it's a little creamier, but again, you know, your mileage may vary. But uh, I found it to be a delightful shave soap, really, really rich and creamy. And again, as Mark Bagwell pointed out, the one drawback is the size of the uh, of the tub, uh, the mouth of the tub. Uh, you really can't get the brush in there to really kind of load it very, very easily with a Sterling soap. Boy, they got those great size containers and you can get your brush right in there and just move it around with a great deal of ease. That's really wonderful. Sterling Sterling is a terrific, terrific artisan soap maker, no doubt about it. But I would say Lather and Wood, it's right up there with, uh, with the best of them. Um, Ken Frederick said, it's time we get a limited edition uh, Zerati shave brush. Uh, <laughs> again, this comment was inspired by the Ken Surf's brush that we talked about. And uh, I would love to do that. I would love to do a George brush. I just don't know how to go about it. I, I don't know how to do it. I don't know how to uh, handle any of that uh, as far as uh, uh, getting a George brush out there. Uh, I would love to do it. I just don't know how to do it. So uh, <laughs> a George brush, a Zerati brush, any of that stuff. Uh, if anyone out there knows how to go about that, please contact me at mondaymailbag at gmail.com. And uh, yeah, if, 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 it's, if it's a process I can wrap my head around, I'd be more than happy to do it. Absolutely. I, I think it would be absolutely great. Uh, viewer Andrew Hill wrote, great show, Mark. Uh, I have a new coffee today, a gingerbread flavored coffee by Death Wish Coffee Company called Ginger Dead. <laughs> Delicious coffee. I like the sound of that shave cream, lather and wood. Sounds right up my alley. Again, great show. Uh, have a good week. Hey, Andrew, thanks very, very much. And enjoy that coffee, Ginger Dead. Some really, really unique coffee names <laughs> and coffee brews out there. A lot of fun with that. Uh, thanks for passing that along, Andrew. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Beth Jones checked in and she wrote, Wow, information-packed Monday morning mailbag, Mark. A word about Mitchell's wool fat soap. I received an email last week from Bull Goose Shaving, and they said that the Mitchell's wool fat soap is back in stock. I checked this morning, and it is sold out. Well, the, uh, she wrote this last week, so folks, check again. We'll have a link. Uh, they may it may be back in stock by the time you see this again. I, I'm not sure. Anyhow, she continues here, uh, and it is now the new and improved vegan formula. Anyone else know anything more about this? Yeah, that's a very, very good question because we were talking about how their label changed from original formula, 1893 formula, to not having that on there at all. Sounds like they're going to a vegan kind of formula. Uh, and she continues here, Jimmy V's review of the Bunda Beard Shave Soap and the Menorah Platinum Blades was 
Excellent. I agree. Jimmy V did an absolutely fantastic job. If you missed that review of both the Boone Beard Shave Soap and the Menorah Platinum Razor Blade, check out last week's Monday Morning Mailbag. That would be the January 22nd, 2024 episode. Absolutely fantastic. Just go to that episode and go down to the timestamp where it's um, listed there. A really, really terrific, terrific review by Jimmy V. Uh, thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. T-Man2217 wrote, I have a suggestion, Mark. Why not cut open a brand new container of balm and put the whole thing in a repurposed soap tub? Easier to get to and apply, and no air can get to it, so no crusty bits. Uh, buying two to three of those containers and putting them in the soap tub at the same time might save you some money and should last quite a while. The balms I use are mainly Phoenix Shaving, Mysterium Serum, and maybe some other balms from Sterling or Cooper and French. If you haven't tried Santa's Workshop by Cooper and French, you should. Amazing holiday scent, and the balm is great too. Hey, thanks for that suggestion. I'll look for it uh, this coming holiday season. Absolutely. Santa's Workshop by Cooper and French. And yeah, your, <laughs> your suggestion makes a lot of sense. Rather than wait for the uh, the pump dispenser to uh, kind of dry up and then cut it open and scoop out that balm, just get the whole thing into a repurposed container and cap it tightly and you're good to go. Yeah. <laughs> great, great suggestion. Really like that, T-Man 2217. Thanks very much for that. Uh, Roderick McLeod checked in uh, regarding the pump bottles. We were just talking about this again. Pump bottles and grabbing that extra material out of there. That's T-Man... Uh, 2217 had mentioned. Uh, so Roderick wrote regarding pump bottles. When you get to the end of a pump bottle, cutting open is certainly an option. If you're replacing with another of the same, i.e. a product or brand you routinely use, like Star Jelly, you can remove the pump and use the product on the dipper tube, then invert the bottle with the neck in something like a shot glass. You might need to tilt the bottle to or fro to get the last bit out. Rinse out the bottle and pump parts to save them so you have a spare of each, just in case. I've seen way too many panic posts in Facebook groups from people who have dropped bottles of product, almost always very new and full, looking for solutions to cracked bottles, snapped off pumps, etc. Douglas of Phoenix Shaving is pretty responsive and we'll send you a broken part, but that will take a few days and won't contain product in a broken bottle. The same basic idea is a good way to upcycle glass bottles for reuse with products like Pinot Clubman and others that come in plastic. Many of the classic barbershop brands like Clubman, Steffens, Master, etc. can be had in large bottles, pint, quart, some even in gallons, from barber supply stores for insanely good pricing. They'll keep for years if the glass bottle is full. Speaking of Clubman, one of the things I did to prepare for weeks of being a one-armed man for all intents and purposes following my rotator cuff surgery, I rinsed out the sprayer and bottle from an empty spray eyeglass cleaner and filled with Pinot Clubman. It works great for aftershave, and the unexpected bonus was a great reduction in alcohol burn because so much of it evaporates while the aftershave is traveling through the air in mist form between the sprayer and skin. Speaking of the shoulder, 
I'm now out of the immobilizer sling and I've had a few physical therapy sessions. One thing I can say for sure is that 59 <laughs> is not the new 29 when it comes to recovering from surgery. I can tell that this recovery is going to be much slower going than the recovery I've had from other orthopedic procedures, the last of which was about 20 years ago. I've been collecting my thoughts on my write-up about the experience, lessons learned, and recommendations for others when it comes to one-armed wet shaving after injury or surgery, especially with the non-dominant arm. Uh, Roderick, thanks for all this great, great information. I'm glad to hear that you're on the mend. And uh, if you write up something regarding uh, recovery and shaving with one arm, especially if it's non-dominant, please submit it to the Monday Morning Mailbag and we'll, we will share it with all the viewers out there. Thank you so much. I'm just, I'm just glad to hear you're on the mend. And yeah, it might take a little bit longer, but uh, before you know it, you'll be... Uh, You'll be back to your old self shaving with uh, with your dominant arm. And uh, I look forward to all the great suggestions and tips and tricks uh, that you'll be sending in uh, shortly. Because you're going to be up and around very, very soon. Absolutely. So thanks again, Roderick. Really, really do appreciate it. Uh, Beth Jones checked in once more and wrote, uh, Good morning, Mark. Very nice shave. I have used the Wilkinson sword blades. And I have found them to be very sharp, smooth, and they produce a great shave with no irritation. Have a nice rest of the week. Yeah, this is the Wilkinson sword blades that are made in Germany. Boy, they are terrific. They're right up there with the uh, Persona Platinum blades. Uh, really like though, really like both of them a lot. Uh, we've been talking about these blades because of the Russian plant uh, closing down and those Gillette blades either being eliminated or being made somewhere else in the world and maybe the quality won't be as good. So Mark Bagwell suggested the uh, Persona blades, the Persona Platinum blades, and also the uh, Wilkinson sword blades. They are terrific. They are terrific, terrific blades. They're made, both are made in Germany and they're really, really wonderful. Yeah, using those, you'll forget about the Russian-made blades. They are that good, absolutely. So Beth, thanks for confirming how wonderful those Wilkinson sword blades that uh, are come out of Germany are. Thanks so very, very much for that. Viewer Charles K. checked in and he wrote, Bravo, Mark, a terrific Monday morning mailbag. Thanks very much for that, Charles. I really do appreciate it. The Vikings Blade Chairman Shave Bowl I have is the small one. It is great and I use it almost every day. Now, uh, Charles mentioned that he uses the uh, Vikings Blade uh, Chairman Shave Bowl and I was curious if he was using the Grand Chairman or the regular chairman, and he's using the smaller of the two, the regular chairman bowl. Uh, he continues here, about six months ago, I posted a review of the bowl on one of your videos that introduced this bowl. You may never have seen it in as much as my comment was made only 5.5 uh, years <laughs> after your introduction, laugh out loud. I'll have to look for the review and we'll share it here on the Monday Morning Mailbag, Charles. Thanks very, very much. Uh, in any event, it is a great product for travel or every day and it will not break. Yeah, it is stainless steel. It is terrific and it is a nice travel size. Uh, my review has a bit more detail. One additional item is a thought about the Mitchell's Wool Fat Shave Soap. Uh, for two days this week, I simply picked up the dry puck and used it like a shave stick 
allowing the whiskers to gather the soap for a face lather. I did make sure that my face was washed before applying the soap. It worked great and produced a rich, creamy lather. Plenty of soap on my brush for three passes. Uh, more Mitchell's success, MMS. <laughs> All the best and with kindest personal regards, Charles K. Charles, thanks very, very much for the update on Mitchell's wool fat. Really do appreciate that. That's really, really very kind of you. And using it as a shave stick. That's fantastic. Folks, if you have Mitchell's wool fat, grab that puck out of the dish, use it as a shave stick, and let us know what kind of results you get from it. I'm going to try that myself as well. Thanks again, Charles. And I'm so glad that the Vikings Blade uh, Chairman Shaving Bowl is working well for you. Again, a nice size for travel or for home use. Yeah, I like mine a lot. Uh, so thanks again for all that information, Charles. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's refill segment. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. Viewer Mark Bagwell sent in this wonderful review of the Mula R89 Safety Razor. And he writes, Are you looking for a razor that gives a comfortable and smooth shave? Then the Mula R89 Razor might be what you're looking for. I have often maintained that the secret to a great shave is a mild razor loaded with a sharp blade. My personal favorite is the German-made Persona Platinums, but this razor works well with any blade. Now, Mula offers the world-renowned R89 head on a bunch of different handle styles and shapes, but there are too many different styles to discuss in one review, so I'll stick to their traditional style because that's my favorite. The razor is a mild shaver that removes stubble gradually. You'll need to do a two or three pass shave with this razor. If you're looking for a one pass razor, then move up to a Mula R41. Now that razor will remove any stubble in one pass, including your skin, <laughs> if you're not careful. But if you want comfortable, then the R89 is your best bet. This razor is suitable for both newbies and experienced wet shavers alike. I love my Mula razors. Try a Mula. You just might love it too. Mark, thanks very, very much for a terrific, terrific review of the Mula R89. And Mark very kindly and generously sent the channel a Mula R89 razor right here. This is an absolutely gorgeous, gorgeous razor and we will be doing our own review on the channel here. But it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic razor. I love this handle. I don't know what the, uh, the key to it is, but it's grippy without being sticky. Now, before cameras rolled, I had a shave with Sterling Shave Soap. And it's very, very nice, slick shave soap with a lot of nice glide. And my hand did not slip off this handle once it was it, again it's a really grippy handle 
And I can confirm what Mark is saying. It is a nice, mild razor. Uh, with one day's worth of beard growth, I'm doing three passes. And I can even finesse and buff a little bit. Uh, you will be hard-pressed to nick yourself with this razor. It is that good. And I agree with Mark. Uh, mild razor, sharp blade. If you want to up the efficiency of this razor, just get a sharper blade. That's all you have to do. One Amazon reviewer wrote that he has the R89 in his DOP kit, especially for business trips. He'll use this razor before a big business meeting because he wants to look clean-shaven and presentable and wants to make sure he doesn't nick or cut himself. That's why he uses the R89. <laughs> you will be hard-pressed to nick yourself with this razor. But it really is a beautiful razor. It is very nicely chromed, robustly chromed, absolutely beautiful. It is a three-piece razor. I'll show that to you here. Absolutely beautiful, gorgeous handle again. And the, the chrome accents play off so nicely off of the black handle. Really, really terrific. And again, my, my sincere thanks to Mark Bagwell for sending this along to the channel and allowing me to share it with all the viewers. We'll get a review done. I have been using it, and it is a daily shaver for me. One day's worth of beard growth, three passes, beautiful, beautiful result. And uh, again, uh, just a smooth, smooth performer. Great for beginners. Again, we mentioned dads and grads. It'll be here before you know it. You're looking for a razor to give that new wet shaver? R89, absolutely no doubt. And experienced wet shavers will, will love this razor as well, especially if you're the kind of wet shaver that prefers mild razor, sharp blade. This is the one. Absolutely fantastic. Love this. Nice weight, nice balance, looks great. Uh, again, robustly chromed, elegant, gentlemanly, looks great. Just gives a, just a, just delivers a really, really nice, nice shave. One other thing, it comes in a beautiful display box like this with a, with a, uh, a sleeve that slides open. They give you uh, one razor blade contained in this envelope here. And behind the, uh, the area here where the razor is mounted like this, where you can kind of display it like that, okay, uh, there are instructions uh, regarding the razor right there where it's, you see the little mula symbol there. It's right behind the card. I won't remove that there. Uh, probably during the review. But yeah, they give you a blade, they give you a razor, and they give you a beautiful display case that looks absolutely fantastic. Hang on to this because uh, you can store your razor in there as well. So absolutely wonderful, wonderful razor uh, in the Mula R89. Mark, thanks again for a great, great review on the Mula R89. And thank you very, very much for very kindly and generously sending along a Mula R89 to the channel and allowing me to share it with all the viewers out there. Thank you very, very much. So there you go, folks. A really wonderful review from Mark Bagwell on the Mula R89 Razor. Check it out. We'll have links below. Mark, thanks again very, very much. Viewer Jamie Horn added a new shaving brush to his shave den the Simpson Wee Scott Shaving Brush. And he writes, The Simpson Wee Scott Shaving Brush is a fantastic design with a wonderful lathering capability. Do not be fooled by this 13-millimeter knot powerhouse. Bearing the signature of Alexander Simpson and being a testimonial to the true English quality of a Simpson shaving brush, 
I am very happy that I have added this one to my shave den. Now, Jamie also added in some other messages after he sent in this this uh, review here that the uh, Wee Scott really does make a great lather, even though it's a 13 millimeter nut. He also adds, make sure you, <laughs> you plug your sink because that will drop right down the drain. If you happen to happen if you happen to have an open drain sink, that'll fall right down into the drain. It's that small, but it is a lathering powerhouse. So it sounds like it's perfect for travel and also can be used at home. Uh, he says he's getting a great, great lather with it. Uh, he says a wonderful lathering capability. So uh, check it out. We'll have links below to the Simpson Wee Scott shaving brush. If you're looking for something for travel, this might absolutely fit the bill for you. So Jamie, thanks again for the review on the Simpson Wee Scott shaving brush. Really do appreciate it. Well, on previous Monday morning mailbags, we've talked about Goodfellas Smile Safety Razors. And viewer Jimmy Day uh, gave us the opportunity to acquire one. And here it is, the Goodfellas Smile Sintesi Razor. This is 303 stainless steel with a chrome coating, which makes it anti-scratch. Yeah, a beautiful, beautiful razor. A beautiful slim razor head with a beautiful handle with a really unique knurling design that really affords a wonderful, wonderful grip. This delivers a nice, mild, highly efficient shave. Absolutely beautiful, beautiful maneuverability with it as well. It is a three-piece safety razor. Now, a couple of features that they talk about, and we will have a review running this week. A couple of features they talk about. First of all, uh, their uh, large lathering channels right there on the base plate. And it is a solid base plate. It is a, uh, a tab and uh, slot or tab and groove configuration. Tabs in the cap with the center post and uh, a groove or a slot that that fits into. The other thing that they have, uh, that, they ha that they feature on this is a uh, seated or fitted O-ring in the top of the handle right here. The O-ring is seated in there. Now, you can remove it if you just get your nail underneath there and just kind of pry it out a little bit like that. Okay, I don't want to drop it because it's the only one I have. And you can see that it has a little bit of a taper. See that little bit of a taper there, right there on the top? Okay, or on the bottom. And that little taper uh, it sits in that top of the handle there. So you just, you just pop it in there like that. Just press it in, and there it is. It's seated in there very, very nicely. And that O-ring, I'll show you right here, fits into the uh, counter bore, the countersink hole here, just like that, like hand and glove. Isn't that nice? Absolutely beautiful. So um, you just put it together like this and uh, fit it together like that. And... Really, really terrific, terrific fit and finish. End tabs of a razor blade are enclosed in the razor head. Again, a really nice, thin profile. Let me give you some stats on it. It's 303 stainless steel. The coating is anti-scratch hard comb. The handle length is 3.14 inches or 80 millimeters. The overall length is 3.4 inches or 87 millimeters. 
The head width is 1.69 inches or 43 millimeters. Uh, the blade gap is 0.62 millimeters. The exposure is 0.02 millimeters. The weight is 3.4 ounces or 98 grams. Uh, it really is a, a razor with some nice heft, but really nice balance and nice maneuverability. Uh, shaving with this up underneath the nose is, is absolutely wonderful. It's just able to get into those hard-to-reach places. Uh, really, really terrific, terrific razor. The Sintesi from Goodfellas Smile. A fully CNC machined and made 100% in Italy. As they write on the back of their uh, box here, that uh, packaging, their, their packaging, the box packaging. Uh, this safety razor is the first to be designed, developed, and manufactured entirely in Italy using only premium materials and precision CNC machines. Right there, yeah. So it really is a stunningly beautiful razor. We'll have a review running this week sometime. And I've been enjoying the shaves with this razor. Now, one thing that I wish they did I wish they had uh, a couple of more of these replacement O-rings that fit into the top of the handle. Uh, because if you lose one down the drain, you might be out of luck. A standard O-ring will fit in the, uh, the countersink of the base plate, but you'll have a tough time getting it out. I've already tried it, and yeah, it's, I would prefer that they, if, if they were to... Um, uh, include a couple of more O-rings uh, in, in the packaging. So you had at least one or two more in case you lose one down the sink by accident. So I hope they consider doing that. I know they sell some replacements. Uh, they list it as a replacement for the aluminum. One of their aluminum razors that that uh, has the same kind of handle configuration. And I'm not sure if that particular O-ring fits the Sintesi. I'm assuming it does. I've emailed them. I have yet, I've emailed them twice. I've yet to hear back from them. It might be something lost in translation. I'm not entirely sure, but it is an absolutely beautiful, beautiful razor. The Goodfellas Smile Sintesi. My thanks to uh, Jimmy Dave. Folks, we'll have links below where you can find this online. Uh, the stainless steel version is absolutely fantastic. They also have an aluminum version. The Goodfellas Smile Sintesi Razor. Now, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, viewer Wally Pankowski shared with us the Universal Razor Case from Norton Custom Design and some of the razors that he was able to use with this razor case. Well, Zach Norton at Norton Custom Design very, very kindly sent the channel a Universal Razor Case, and we're going to show it to you here firsthand and what it's all about. And we're also going to show you some of the razors that are compatible with it. Uh, Wally Pankowski noted that the following razors worked for him. The uh, Rockwell T2 Stainless Steel, the Merker Progress, the Icon X3 Slant, uh, the Athena with the Timeless Titanium Crown Handle, the Ares V2, and the Henson uh, AL13 razor. They all fit in this universal case. Let me show the case to you and we'll show you some razors and how they fit. It has this, this really, really unique uh, inner sleeve here that acts as cushioning. Uh, right here, let's get this out. Right there in the interior. And this acts as a cushion uh, so the razor doesn't move around, get banged up. And on the top, there's also a little bit of 
a little more cushion here and also for the razor head so that when the magnets close on there, the razor fits in there very snugly and securely and doesn't rattle around a lot. So it's not going to get uh, marred or scratched. Really, really neat. Uh, and we're going we're gonna to show you some of the razors that are compatible, that I found to be compatible with this universal razor case. Uh, first up is, well, let's, let's look at the R89 by Mula. That one fits in there very, very nicely, and it closes completely. Uh, so most of the razors I'm going to show you here will close completely. I will not uh, continue to close the, uh, the lid. Just know that the, the, the lid will close completely and keep the razor secure. Here is my Rockwell T2. That one fits in there very nicely, like that. And again, the lid closes quite securely. Uh, no problem with that at all. Uh, here is uh, my Phoenix Shaving Metaphor Razor. Uh, right here. Now, I'm going to show you this one because this one will not close completely. There is, there, it just, it's, it, it closes, but it doesn't close completely. The magnets are secure, but that razor head, that one edge right there of the razor head just kind of peeks up above, just above the rim of the case there a little bit. So the door doesn't really close completely and seal. Just so you know, it's the, it's the shape of the razor head that uh, doesn't allow that door to close completely and seal all the way around. So it's kind of a yes and no, maybe. Uh, you could probably get away with it. But again, it's not, there's just a little, a fraction. I'll show you once more. There's just a fraction, just a fraction where it stays open. So you can see where it's just a fraction, a little bit of a gap there, okay? Just so you know. So if you have a metaphor, just so you know, okay? Uh, Parker razors, the Parker 56R is going to be a little bit long, okay? It's not going to fit. It's, it's too long, okay? Parker 56R is too long, as is the semi-slant, which has the same handle. So the Parker, those Parker razors are not going to fit. Here is my uh, Parker uh, twist to open. I believe this is the 96R, if I, if I remember correctly. This razor also is a little too long. Uh, I also have a um, Gillette Black Beauty long handle. Okay, that one is a little too long. Okay, just so you know. But other razors are beautifully, beautifully compatible. Here is my game changer right here with the bulldog handle. That is beautifully beautiful. I mean, that is absolutely beautiful. That fits perfectly like hand and glove. Look at that. That is absolutely perfect. If you have a game changer with this style handle, stainless steel handle, you're going to love this case. Uh, here is the Centesi that we talked about. Centesi fits in there beautifully and the... The lid closes very, very securely. I mean, absolutely wonderful. So I would say the max length of a handle is going to be something in the in the area of the uh, T2. And I would say that, um, look at how beautiful that fits. That just fits so beautifully, so well. And again, that cushioning inner sleeve keeps the razor nice and snug and secure. It's not going to bang around at all. Really, really terrific. And some of these other razors that have shorter handles fit very, very well. Again, the one kind of unique exception is going to be the Phoenix shaving metaphor because of, I would say, the curvature 
and the overall width from uh, one side to the other of the uh, from comb to comb, so to speak, of the razor head, it just it just peaks up a little bit to where the uh, the contain the the case doesn't seal completely. But a lot of other razors fit beautifully and fit very very well. So it really is universal, with the exception of some longer handled razors. And I wanted to show those to you so you knew in advance that. Uh, if you have a razor uh, in the way of a Parker 56R, this length handle just doesn't quite make it. But uh, the Rockwell T2, boy, that fits in very, very nicely. And I'll just show these to you side by side, head to head. You can see the difference. See the difference in the handle length right there? Okay. That's why the Parker doesn't fit because it's got almost a half inch more in length than the uh, Rockwell T2. So I think the Rockwell T2 is going to be max length uh, for this particular razor case. But yeah, it fits beautifully, beautifully, uh, absolutely beautiful, beautiful fit uh, for a lot of razors out there. And uh, you know what? Let's get a few more. Hang on. I'll be right back. Let's get a few more. One okay, more. I got a few more razors to show you. Uh, let me show you the Mula R41, okay? We've already looked at the R89. Here's the R41. Fits in there beautifully, absolutely beautifully, and closes very, very nicely. How about that? Absolutely fantastic. Uh, here is my Rex Supply Council slant adjustable razor. Look at this. Watch this. Look at that. Fits beautifully, and it also closes very, very nicely, sealed all the way around. <laughs> absolutely fantastic. And... Uh, the Parker variant, the other Parker razors were a little too long with their handles, but this Parker variant has a shorter handle, and of course it's adjustable. Uh, and check this out, and look at that. It fits beautifully, absolutely beautifully, and look, the lid closes and seals all the way around. Absolutely fantastic. So I wanted to show you that one. And, and one more, uh, the Timeless. Timeless Bronze Razor. Of course, all their handles are about the same length here. And uh, we're going to put that one in there. Look at that. That fits so beautifully. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, absolutely fantastic. So there you go. The uh, Norton Custom Design Universal Razor Case. Uh, a lot of razors will fit in here. And I love the, uh, the extra padding in there in the compartment where the razor sits and also on top to keep everything nice and secure so it doesn't doesn't get doesn't get banged up won't get marred or scratched anything like that it really is seated in there very very nicely of course you got a compartment here for a tuck of blades absolutely fantastic fantastic design 3d 3D printed, beautiful magnetic uh, top to it to keep everything nice and secure. Throw this in your dop kit and your razor will be wonderfully protected. And again, a lot of razors will fit in it, but I did want to show you some of the longer handled razors like the Parker 56R and a, and a vintage Gillette Black Beauty. Those handles are probably a little too long for it, just so you know. But those razors aside, all these other razors fit beautifully in this case. Uh, and again, uh, think of max handle length as the uh, T2 from Rockwell. That's probably the longest handle that I have here that fits in the case 
and it fits wonderfully. It's just absolutely a beautiful, beautiful universal razor case. But I wanted to show you all the razors that fit and some of them that uh, probably, nah, not gonna, not gonna quite work. So uh, just in case you have a Parker 56R, you now know it's probably not gonna work, but you know what, if you have another razor that's a little shorter than the Parker 56R, it's absolutely gonna fit in this universal razor case. And uh, yeah, absolutely beautiful. So there you go, from uh, Norton Custom Design, their universal razor case will have links below. Folks, uh, a wonderful, wonderful case, and I'm sure it's gonna accommodate a razor or two that you have in your shaved den, absolutely no doubt about that. My thanks again to Zach Norton for passing us along to the channel, allowing me to share it with everyone. Zach, thanks very, very much. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag, we talked about the Tatalus Velocity One safety razor. This is a Swiss-made luxury safety razor from Tatalus.com that retails at over $1,000 razor and stand together. Viewer Joel Toronto ordered one, it was delivered, he shaved with it, and here's his review. Hi Mark, I just completed my first shave with the Tatalus Velocity One razor. The packaging is as good as it could possibly be. This is the first run on this razor, 100 were made. I have number 32 of this first run. The polished cap has no sharp edges or corners, no blade hangover. The handle, in my opinion, has some heft to it, which I like. The mirrored polished stand is the best I have ever seen. It's a beautiful custom fit for this razor. I use the Voskod blade, Cube 2.0 pre-shave, Cayenne silver tip brush, and Taylor of Old Bond Street lavender shave soap. I received an excellent first shave. I plan on shaving with this razor every day for the next seven days. From past experience, each shave will be better than the last. This razor, like a Rolex watch, is not for everyone, but it is nice to have. 100 were made on Tatalus's first run. Wow, absolutely fantastic, nice, beautiful, succinct review. I look forward to more comments from you as you continue to shave with this razor. It's a stunningly beautiful razor. And my gosh, congratulations on getting one. Number 32 of this first run. Very, very special razor. And I agree with you, uh, <laughs> I, I agree with you, Joel. It's like a Rolex watch. Uh, you know, not everyone is going to have one, but if you have one, wow, it's really something very, very special. So it's not for everyone, but if you have one, yeah, yeah, absolutely fantastic. So congratulations on uh, having and using the uh, Velocity One Razor from Tatalus. Now, Tatalus is spelled T-E-D-A-L-U-S. Uh, you can get up to their website at tatalus.com, T-E-D-A-L-U-S.com. We'll have a link below where you can learn more about this really, really stunningly beautiful, precisely made, Swiss-made luxury safety razor. Uh, Joel, congratulations again and enjoy that Velocity One razor. Uh, and I look forward to additional comments 
as your shaving journey with that razor continues. So thanks very, very much for sending this review along and the photos. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up this week's look at new wet shaving gear. My thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's get to some of these questions and comments. Well, in previous Monday morning mailbags, we've been talking about razor blade glue. <laughs> that little bit of glue that uh, the paper has that holds the blade in place, uh, that sort of thing. Well, Al Spencer did a deep dive on this, and he emailed me, and the subject heading was Stuck on the Glue Subject. Mark, I want to share an observation with you. I picked a handful of blades to check amounts of glue used. Notice the countries they are from. One, no glue. Persona Comfort Coat, USA. Persona Med Prep, USA. Two, light glue. Persona Red, Germany. Persona Platinum, Germany. Wilkinson Sword, Germany. Derby Extra, Turkey. Gillette Super Thin, Thailand. Gillette Wilkinson, India. Three, medium glue. Uh, Iridium Super, out of Russia. Uh, four, Heavy Glue, Astra Green, Russia. Nasset, Russia. Gillette Platinum, Russia. Gillette Silver Blue, Russia. So in this very small sampling, it would appear the Russians are a little heavy-handed with the glue. <laughs> so enjoy your videos, Al. Al, thanks very much for this deep dive uh, regarding glue on blades uh, and uh, glue on wrapper, that sort of thing. And I got to agree with you. I think uh, the Russians are really heavy-handed when it comes to the glue. Uh, I think some of the ones that you've listed there, the Astra Greens, the Nassets, the uh, Gillette Platinums, and the Silver Blues, uh, yeah, they really, if, if I recall correctly, there is a heavy amount of glue on those blades, no doubt about it. So thanks again for passing this along, Al. Really, really do appreciate the deep dive on razor blade glue. Thanks again, Al. Well, earlier in the show, we showed you the uh, Norton Custom Design Universal Razor Case. This is 3D printed. And uh, 3D printing is really an amazing technology. Uh, and uh, another viewer out there, uh, Philip Sharp, uh, has been uh, playing with 3D printing, and he very kindly sent to the channel this 3D printed lathering bowl. Uh, how about that? Absolutely wonderful. And there's his logo on the front of it there, SS Sharp Shaver, with a couple of uh, razors right there. Uh, absolutely fantastic. And you can see how he has some raised patterns on the inside to help generate a little more friction and resistance in building a lather. And this developed an absolutely wonderful, wonderful lather. It is nice and lightweight. It seems to be rather high impact and it made a beautiful, beautiful lather. And um, the thing is, it was a little deceptive because of its size. There was no overflow at all. 
and it generated a lot of lather. It's just that the size of the uh, lathering bowl is such that uh, I didn't think there was a lot of lather in there. No, there was a lot of lather in there. As I started to gather the lather up in my brush and paint it on my face, <laughs> I had enough for like four passes. And again, no overflow at all. It just generated a lot of lather, and there was plenty of room in there to generate a lot of lather. So much so, you know, you didn't think that there was any lather in there, but in fact, there was a lot of lather in there. A smaller lathering bowl would have been overflowing. This one really, really contained the lather very, very well. Generated a lot of lather, did a great job of it. Fits nicely in the hand for the size, and uh, a nice, lightweight, 3D printed lathering bowl. So I just wanted to mention... Uh, this lathering bowl, and thank again uh, viewer Philip Sharp for passing this along and allowing me to share this with all the viewers. We will be using this in upcoming uh, video reviews because it does a wonderful job of generating a lot of rich, creamy, yogurty lather. So thanks again to Philip Sharp for sending along this beautiful 3D printed lathering bowl, an amazing technology. And, you know, 3D printing is being used for lathering bowls, razors, razor stands, uh, razor cases. Uh, a lot of great wet shaving gear out there is being 3D printed. And uh, this lathering bowl from Philip Sharp is another example of that. So thanks again, Philip. Really do appreciate it. Earlier in the show, Beth Jones questioned the ingredients in Mitchell's wool fat, well, viewer Gary J.C. emailed this information to me, and he wrote, An old article found online shows at least for an older formula of Mitchell's wool fat a listing of ingredients. Both tallow and lanolin are listed. The tallow is in the form of the saponified salt sodium tallowate. That's all I found so far. I have no information on formulation changes. Uh, this is the web page I found. Now we will link to the web page where you can read those ingredients. The post is from 2009, so it might uh, might offer a clue as to what the original formulation for Mitchell's wool fat was, and perhaps we'll get a listing of ingredients of what it is today. So my thanks to uh, viewer Gary JC for passing this along. Folks, we'll have a link to that post from 2009 where you can get a look at all those ingredients. Thanks again, Gary. Really, really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so to give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below. Let me know. Check out all the wonderful artisan soap makers and sellers that you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful wet shaving gear to enhance your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please take a moment, pay them a visit. I sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark where you'll find all the Amazon listed products that I review on this channel, organized and categorized so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh.
Hey, we have another Double Take cartoon puzzle this week. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video or try to find all the differences before time runs out. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.